if you don't have a, a Bible or access to a Bible, please do grab one um, as we look at uh, Psalm 46. But before we do, um, let me pray. Father God, we pray as, as we just sang there that, uh, that your word would really come to life, that your spirit would speak to us through your word, and that you would uh, open our eyes to see the Lord Jesus, to see him in all of his glory and goodness. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. As we think about the, the Psalms, the Psalms really are a, a treasure trove um, when we're feeling perhaps just overwhelmed in life. It might be that as you look upon countries like the Ukraine, for example, you just think, why, Lord? Why is this happening? It might be that as you speak to people, maybe neighbors or maybe colleagues, and they're struggling to pay their bills, your heart just breaks for them. Or it could be perhaps that we ourselves are are suffering in some way. Maybe it's through illness or bereavement, or we know people who are suffering in that way. Maybe it's just various personal things going on in our own hearts, in our own life. Things which are just weighing us down. Things which are really taking up much of our thinking space that we can't really focus because we are thinking of something else. Things that are just weighing on us and making us at times just feel a little bit overwhelmed. Well, what God, what does God offer to us? What hope does he have for us? Well, let's read along in Psalm 46 together. Let me read it. God is a refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her, She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done. The desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Amen. Psalm 46, it really should be a psalm of comfort. Comfort as we see that it's not just that that God is with us, but as the psalm says, the Lord Almighty is with us. That in everything that happens in our lives and indeed in our world, the Lord Almighty is with us. Because in reading this psalm as as Christians, as believers, we do so in light of all that the Lord Jesus has done for us. As Jesus has 
come from heaven to earth. He came to pay for our sins upon the cross and he rose again to new life. That all those who trust in him would know eternal life, eternal peace through him as he gives us his spirit. And it's through that lens that we can read Psalm 46. And as a result, we can, we can truly know that Jesus is with us today by his spirit. Jesus is with us today by his spirit. And so we will not fear. As you read Psalm 46, the psalmist is calling on the Israelites to trust in the Lord alone as their refuge and their strength. As the Lord says through the words of the psalmist from verse 1, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. The beautiful poetic language of the psalmist just displays Uh, That Israel, who are at the time surrounded by enemies, they can trust in God. And so too can we trust in the Lord. In one of the images, you see the the vivid contrast of the mountains and the sea. As the high mountains, they don't just slip into the sea, but they rather they fall into the heart of the sea, into the very depths. It's a picture and in a sense a feeling of the unthinkable, the unimaginable. A world just being thrown into chaos. Surely that's how we feel at times in our own lives, in our world as we look around. Whether it's the war in Ukraine, Afghanistan or many other countries. The natural disasters from the floods in Pakistan to the hurricanes in Florida. Or maybe just the famine and poverty and illness that we see in many places and countries around the world. It looks like at times the world is in meltdown. And that's really the psalmist's point, that that we live in a fallen and a chaotic world. A world that is ultimately under the judgment of God. As all people outside of Christ are under the judgment of God. And as it says in Romans 8, even creation itself groans under the weight of sin and longs to be liberated from it. But the good news is for those trusting in Jesus, God is our refuge and our strength. Because as Emmanuel, Jesus Christ is with us today by his spirit. God is with us. And so no matter what we may face today or tomorrow, Jesus Christ is our refuge and our strength today. Even if it feels like we're really up to our neck in the foaming floodwaters of anxiety or uncertainty of what will happen tomorrow, we will not fear. In fact, we We refuse to fear. We refuse to fear because the Lord Jesus, he has saved us. He has saved us and now he is our refuge. He is our ever-present help in times of trouble. 
And more pointedly, he is not just our refuge, he is my refuge. He is my help, and I will not fear. And secondly, because Jesus is with us, we will be glad. We will be glad. We're glad because even though we live in a world of chaos, the Lord is still with us. Jesus is still with us. As the psalmist says, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. Because the reality is that the Lord Almighty, he he doesn't dwell in Jerusalem today. No, he dwells in the eternal city in heaven. He reigns there. And he reigns over all things to judge all the nations. As he says in verse 6, nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice, the earth melts. Again, you see this poetic and powerful language of the power of the word of God. As the surrounding foreign nations are really no match for the sovereign Lord who is in control of everything. As Jesus says in verse 28, in chapter 28 of Matthew, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Our God reigns. Jesus Christ reigns over everything. As we hear the voice of Jesus in scripture, the earth melts. As we read the powerful word of God, we we hear the voice of God speaking to us. As we sit under his word, he just pushes out the, the thoughts and the feelings of guilt and shame and inadequacy that are swirling around in our minds. And instead he replaces it with his love. As we are reminded of who we are in Christ as his beloved children. We are children of the king. The king who reigns and rules over everything. As we are reminded that the Lord is hes not against us. But as we heard this morning, he is for us. And nothing can separate us from his love. He is for us, as it says, the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. As in Christ, the the Lord, he does not treat us as our sins deserve. Instead, like Noah and the ark, all those who seek refuge in Christ will be saved from the floodwater of God's judgment. As Jesus takes the full-blooded wrath of God in our place on the cross. And he did so because he loves us. Because he loves us. And therefore we say along with the psalmist in verse 7, the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. As Christ is with us, we will not fear. We will be glad. And lastly, we are in awe. From verse 8 to 11, uh, there are calls uh, to the listener to to come and see to come and see what the lord has done to be still and to know that i am god it's to see the the awesome power of god at work in the world the point is to see that the lord is involved in every single detail in the world that he is intimately involved in everything in the world and everything in our lives 
As perhaps there are moments in, in your life, perhaps, where you might feel like, at times, like the unpopular kid at school, like the sports team where you're the last to be picked, that the Lord just doesn't really care about you, that he ignores you at times. And maybe that is really what your thoughts are of, of the Lord, that at times you feel alone and that he has forgotten you. But that is not true. He is intimately involved in your life. And he will never abandon you. He is always for you and always with you. As the Lord, he's involved in every part of our lives and in the world. As one day he will make, as it says, make all the wars cease to the ends of the earth. And so we, we do pray, we pray, we intercede for Ukraine. We pray that the, that the war would end there. That the war would end in many other places as well. We pray that the Lord would intervene and that justice would be done. That there would be no more pain or suffering or death. And we pray knowing in full truth that there is a final day. That day of judgment when the Lord will bring that eternal justice and peace to bear. And therefore we are called, as the psalmist says, to be still. Or as the Lord says, be still and know that I am God. And yet, maybe if you've read this verse many times, it can bring many much comfort as we perhaps ponder upon it. But in reading through it, um, Christopher Ash in his commentary he says that "be still" is not an not an invitation to to quiet meditation, but rather to the silence of awestruck surrender to surrender our hearts and our lives to the Lord in light of his awesome power. To see that the Lord reigns, that he is the Lord Almighty who reigns over everything. And to know that this same Lord is with us. The Lord is with us. That Jesus will be exalted among the nations, as he says in Matthew 28. That Jesus is the anointed king of Psalm 2 who will judge the whole earth and therefore we're called simply to be in awe of him in awe of his glory and power in the whole earth because the Lord Jesus he has saved us and brought us to himself that we might enjoy an eternal peace with him that we would know him and delight in him all through all that he has done for us and therefore, the call is really to, to bow before him, to, to be in awe of him, and to worship him, as the psalmist says, and we say with him, the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Let's spend a, a moment of quiet as we reflect on this, and then I'll pray. And Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are the one who reigns over everything. That we can look to you who is in control of everything. And therefore we, we will not fear. And we will be glad in our hearts. And we will look, with, look to you in awe for all that you have done for us. And we praise you and worship you in Jesus' holy and powerful name. Amen.